Time once again for Capital Chat. I am Dano in the studio, and it's that special time of the month. We talk to Catholic Community Services. I have Aaron Walker Tullis right across from me. Aaron, good morning. Good morning. How's everything going as we're heading into the fall season? Well, you know, it, there's so much happening. There's there's joy, there's sorrow, there's chaos, there's confusion, there's uncertainty. Much like pretty much every enterprise business or group of people are experiencing right now. As it gets colder, darker. Oh, yeah. They got that yeah. cold tinge in the air that you can definitely feel you know, when you wake up. I kind of like fall, though. I mean, and, and we still have leaves on the trees, so I'm still feeling like, okay, you know, it's it's still happening. I, yeah, but yes, I'm, I'm girding my loins for the long, dark winter. <laughs> and obviously, with winter coming, Catholic Community Services really steps up and helps people in need. So it only makes sense to bring in here to talk about it because the holiday season is upon us. Absolutely. And we want to know people. We Number one, we want people to know, yes, we're still here. There was some stuff in uh, online with some news stories earlier that was a little confusing and a little alarming and I just want to let folks know yes Catholic Community Service is still here we're not closing and our hospice and our home health programs are not closing either Um, we are looking at like many businesses uh, the impact of the workforce shortage and that impacts our expenses uh, and that impacts uh, our ability to do the work and so we are going we are working with Bartlett Regional Hospital and the city and borough of Juneau to partner and find some solutions with the intention that our programs would just keep on trucking. So that's the plan right now. We're working on that and we're very grateful to Bartlett and the city that um, they're so willing and committed to making sure along with us that these programs continue for many years to come. Yeah, so let's let's squash this rumor right now that, you know, <laughs> the city and Bartlett are just handing CCS a bunch of money. It's not like that no, at no, all. No, 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 that's, that's, that's not a thing. Um, we're still in the process of figuring out what would that look like? You know, we're, my CFO is talking to Bartlett's CFO. Their lawyers, our lawyers, uh, me and uh, CEO David Keith, we're all talking together to find what would be the most uh, beneficial, optimal solution long-term for the community as a whole uh, to make sure these services stay in place and are sustained. See, I kind of like that these entities are coming together to do this because I feel individually you're not as strong. And we're seeing that because of the workforce shortage. But coming together, you can come together as a whole, be stronger. And these hospice and healthcare programs can continue because we do have a big elderly population here in Juneau. Absolutely. And it's growing faster and faster. I think we have the the fastest growing senior population per capita in Alaska um, in South here in Southeast. Um, And it's already a pretty large population. It's already a quarter of our population in Juneau. You know, it's just going to get even bigger. And I think, you know, what we have to do over time is look at how can we be more efficient, effective and work together to make the most of limited resources. And that's a smart move during any times, but especially when we're facing unprecedented crises around workforce like we are today. And that's what we're seeing with hospice and the home health care programs, because if those went away, it would be devastating to Juneau. Well, yeah, I mean, we we run the only hospice and home health programs in Juneau. And um, home health is really critical. People don't think about home health very often. Home health means nurses come to your home to help you with basic medical stuff. um, And physical therapists, occupational therapists can come out, CNA can come out to help you in your own home. But what's really happening is that helps Bartlett Hospital safely discharge people after they've been in the hospital. So they're like, well, it's time for them to go home. They don't really need hospital level care, but they need some care still. Uh, The hospital can't just Hit, let them hit the street. That's not safe. But with a home health program, they discharge them to us. They go home, but we see them uh, and make sure that they're okay and address any health issues to help keep them out of the hospital. Without a home health program, people stay longer in the hospital. 
and take up more beds. And it's more money uh, for the city and for the patients as well. Um, it's it's a win-win to have a really functional home health program. And we could be helping even more people if we had enough nurses and physical therapists and occupational therapists. Just saying anybody out there who feels like working. So it is pretty common for CCS to be working with Bartlett. This isn't something no, new. No, no, no. We, we talk to them literally five days a week. I mean, when, <laughs> when they do discharge planning, somebody from Catholic Community Service is there sitting there talking to them saying, okay, so, you know, which patients need home health, which patients need hospice? That's like a daily normal routine thing. What we're exploring is going deeper to see how we can share resources and leverage resources together for a more cost-effective, financially sustainable, and workforce sustainable option. Ooh. Well, I Ooh, hope that something fancy. can get figured out with that because it needs oh, to. Yeah. And I think the model needs to be re-looked at at this point anyways. Absolutely. And it's really common for like Providence up in Anchorage um, and actually Search Down in Sitka have home health that are attached to their hospital programs. And so it's a very smooth transition. Um, not that it's not smooth now. It is. And of course, we also get home health patients from Search. We get them um, from Valley Medical and family practice from all over. Um, but the hospital is the one that's most dependent and those patients are most in need of home health. And of course, with hospice, the last thing most folks want is to go to a hospital for their last days. They really want to be at home with their loved ones. Um, we want to keep that going, and everyone does. And I'm really confident we're going we're gonna to figure this out and make it happen. <laughs> well, I am excited, and I can tell there's a lot of energy behind your voice, Erin. So <laughs> let's talk about, with all this being said, I imagine volunteers are needed. Oh, always. Thank you for bringing it up. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, um, you know, we, you know, we, we run on the state fiscal year, which means our, our year, I'm doing air quotes for those of you who can't see me at home, um, our year starts in July. So we know how many hot meals we, we delivered last, last year altogether across Southeast Alaska through our uh, 10 senior centers. Um, before the pandemic, we served 83,000 meals in a year. And this last year, ending in June, we served 141,000 hot meals. Um, that is a ginormous increase. That's like a 40, 45% increase in the number of meals since before the pandemic started. Uh, we just continue to see community need grow for this. And in Juneau, we deliver those meals with the help of volunteers. Um, that's how we're able to afford to deliver 200 meals a day. And we're always needing volunteers. Um, so basically, what a volunteer day looks like is you pick up a meal between 11 and 11.15, either at the Juneau Senior Center downtown or at St. Paul's Church in the Valley. Um, and then the routes take about an hour, hour and a half, and you just finish by dropping your stuff back off at where you started. Um, and it's nice to drop off meals. I've done it myself. Uh, say hi to a senior. How's your day going? It's all well. Here's your lunch. Uh, have a great day. Um, and it's a wonderful thing. And we just need, we need more volunteers. And people can just um, go ahead and go to our website at ccsak.org. And um, you can just click on the button, support us. And there's a place uh, to be a volunteer. And you just put your info in and we'll call you back. That's crazy. I did the quick math on that. You had an influx of 58,000 meals. Yeah. That is crazy. In a matter of two years? Yes. Yeah, that is a lot. And I imagine you weren't prepared for that when that happened. No one was prepared for that. <laughs> Nobody was prepared for any of it. None of us were. Um, I'm really proud, though, of, of how the whole team really pulled together, um, you know, and the community has really stepped up to help us make this happen. And we're right now trying to figure out how to open up the Congregate Meals Program down at the Juno Senior Center. We really want to get people back in the door, get seniors getting together again to have a sit-down lunch. And we'll still do... Um, 
um, home delivered meals for people who can't get out, can't drive. Um, and I think we're going to maybe even have a meal pickup for people who have cars um, but aren't up for coming all the way into the center. We might have like a drive through. Here's your lunch kind of yeah, deal too. So we're it's a great idea. You know, we're we're trying to figure out a way to do this because it's 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 been a heavy lift to be delivering this many meals, and it's it's a big ask for the volunteer workforce too and and people want to come back to the senior center and we want we want them back too so we're going to have we're going to be trying to do it all this year we're, we're working on it and on top of that you have some mental health classes coming up too uh, some tai chi stuff oh tai chi's the best you know yeah. um, you know i i wish eileen hosey was here because she's just so darn good um and she's the one who who signs everybody up but you know it's it's a free class anybody 60 or older here in Juneau can attend this free class to do tai chi and it's specifically for older folks classes start september 26th and they're in person right now they're on monday and fridays from 11:30 to 12:30 at st paul's catholic church that's just near super bear um we do require vaccination we do want you to get registered. Um, so just, you can go ahead and call 4636113 um, or email Eileen uh, Hosey at ccsjunior.org. That's E-I-L-E-E-N dot H-O-S-E-Y. You can just call our main number 4636100. We'll figure you out. Um, but yeah, the classes are great and I've attended them just to see what they're like. And the instructor is so great. Um, they'll correct your form. It's a really friendly, positive class. Uh and I know a lot of folks who've just like really saw a difference. They're like, you know, I don't feel as tippy when I walk anymore. I just feel more flexible and more confident walking. It really does prevent falls. And as everyone knows, falls are like one of the biggest risk factors for becoming disabled for older people. No one wants to have a fall and break a hip. And this is a great way, a fun way and a free way to um Avoid that and and maintain your 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 shape and your flexibility. Aaron, one more time, why don't you give people the website and how to get a hold of you if they want to volunteer or participate in any of these classes? Okay, it's ccsak.org, and we have buttons support us, and you can fi- sign up to be a volunteer. And if you want the the class, four six three six one one three to sign up for Tai Chi. Perfect. Aaron Walker Tullis from Catholic Community Service. Thank you so much for coming in here today and giving us an update. And I look forward to hearing all the events you got coming up in the coming months. And hopefully we get some more volunteers signed on, too. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Have a great day. All right. You as well. Coming up. Remember, you can download past Capital Chat episodes over at KINYradio.com.